You're listening to Joe Radio Live. Positive and motivational content just for you. Do enjoy and share. It's time for your hit your scripture. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of Jesus. This is your servant, JJ, Reverend Jennifer McGregor, and I'm here again with another exciting and encouraging word in the word of God. Praise God. Prepare your hearts and your spirits to receive this word. And today I'm going to speak with us briefly from Isaiah 40 and verses 31. And the word of God reads, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name and we thank you for your word that is already blessed. Oh God, we repent of sins known and sins unknown today and we ask for your forgiveness. Father, we pray, oh God, that you'll teach us how to wait on you. We pray, O oh God, that as we wait, we will mount up with wings as eagle. O oh God, our strength will be renewed and we will have a new walk with you and in you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. So this afternoon, I want to speak with us briefly about waiting on the Lord. Hallelujah. I know it is hard for many of us to wait on God. It is even harder for many of us to wait because waiting is something that can kill our hope and our dream. And many of us do not have the, the fruit, hallelujah, or the spirit of waiting, patience. We do not carry patience with us. We do not wear it well. But this afternoon, as a servant of God, I'm here to tell you that there is a reward for waiting on the Lord. You see, when God has something in store for us, it takes patience at time for us to receive that which God has for us. And so Prophet Isaiah here is saying but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary. So you run and you won't get tired. You walk and you will not faint because it's not you anymore, but it is God. Hallelujah. You see, the beauty about waiting is that the reward that you wait on will be worth it let us take a quick look at genesis and we want to look at the the life of abraham we look at genesis 13 hallelujah coming about verses 14 through to 18 and we will see after lot left abraham where god renewed the covenant with abraham that he had and so abraham was promised given a promise so the Lord told Abraham, for all the land which thou seest, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed forever. 
now God is talking about Abraham's offspring. But then at the time when he was speaking to Abraham, Abraham had not yet have a child. He was not given an heir as yet. Now when we look also in Genesis chapter 15, we see God promising heir and the land to Abraham. Abraham was still without a child, but God keep talking about the heir that he will give to Abraham, the seed of Abraham, and he, that he will make Abraham a father of many nations that would be birthed from the line of Abraham. And this is God talking to a childless man. Praise God. And so the promise continued on till at one time we, we see, we also saw in, in Genesis chapter 16 where Sarah tried to help God because she said that God had forgotten her and no child was coming forth even after the promise. She got tired of waiting. She got impatient. She thought that God had forgotten her or God had canceled the promise. And so she offered her handmade over to her husband praise god and we all know how that went and the account of it oh glory be to god but you see when god gives us a promise he doesn't give us a time allotted to the promise so there is a wait there is a wait because when the angel visited in Genesis chapter 18, and Sarah heard the angel speaking with her husband, and he said, your wife, Sarah, will give birth. She laughed. Because they were well in old age. The Bible put it that they were well stricken in aged. Hallelujah. And so Sarah understood in the natural that she was outside of childbearing everything in her had dried up there was no fertilization of egg possible in her sight or within her natural system and of course she was correct but you see god doesn't work in the natural we have to understand that we serve a god that is of the supernatural so what we see in the natural god sees in the supernatural so we see it as being impossible but with god it is possible glory be to god and so of course with god there is a wait we have to wait because it's not about our time it's about his time because the good thing with god is that he sees our tomorrow while we are in today we have no idea what tomorrow is going to be like because it's not a promise to us but god is already there praise god now, when we look at Genesis 21, we will see now that Sarah had given birth to her son. She had conceived. Abraham was now a hundred years old when Isaac was born. So the promise that was made to him from way back when, over 30 years, had come to pass when Abraham was a hundred years old. Abraham had to wait to see God fulfill the promise. Sarah also had to wait to see the promise fulfilled by God. 
So I encourage you today, no matter what you're going through or what you're trusting God for, we have to learn how to wait on God. If God says it, he's going to do it. If he says it, he will bring it to pass. That is who God is. He doesn't speak and go back on his word. He's a God that says and do. Praise God. But we have to learn to wait. We must learn to wait on the Lord so that our strength will be renewed, so that we will mount up with wings as eagle. We will run and we will not be weary. We will walk and we will not faint. When we learn how to wait on God, when we learn how to wait on God, we also learn to trust him. Hallelujah. Because it is hard to wait on someone that you cannot trust. But if you trust, Trust God, you will wait on him. When you trust him, wait become easy because you know who you are waiting on. You know the one that promised that will deliver. Praise God. So I'm here to encourage us today. It might be taking long. You might be waiting for the house. You might be waiting for the car. You might be waiting for the child. You might be waiting for your spouse. You might be waiting on a job, a career, that scholarship, whatever it is that you are trusting God for wait on him whatever it is that you have been promised oh glory be to god wait on god do not become impatient where you will try to help god or try to do for yourself it will amount to nothing and we go right back to square one wait on god if he says it he's gonna bring it to pass if he says it he's gonna do it that is the God that we serve. The same God as he was then is the same God that he is now. Praise God. Hallelujah. But we've got to learn to wait on him. Praise God. I pray that this word encouraged someone. I pray that someone's heart was touched by this word today. I pray that someone who has been in the valley of decision will know that God has not forgotten them and that which God says he will do is going to come to pass because God is going to bring it to pass. He will deliver on the promise. He will deliver on that word. Come on, hold on. God has not forgotten you. Wait on the Lord and you will not regret waiting because surely you shall be rewarded in Jesus' mighty name. This is your servant, JJ Reverend Jennifer McGregor, and I'm just here to bless you with the love of God and the word of God. You continue to hold on as we walk by faith and not by sight. Shalom, Maranatha. See you there. You know, sometimes in life, situations are going to occur where you may look to the left or the right and you can't find any answers and you can't find anybody to help you. But I'm reminded of the word that says, they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk in my faith. Come on. 
You've got to learn how to wait. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on you, Lord. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on you, Lord. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I'm gonna wait on. Cause I know you're coming after a while So I don't even mind No I'll wait on you long
There's not a mountain too tall. There's not a problem so small that Jesus can't resolve. In time, you get involved. It's our God; He cares about us. So wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord, and Not a night too dark, a journey too long to embark. Jesus will see you through. In time, He'll make you new. It's our God; He cares about us. I'm gonna wait on you 
I'm gonna wait on you, Jesus. I'm gonna wait on you, Jesus. I'm gonna wait on you, Jesus. And I'm not turning back now. I'm not turning back now. I'm not turning back now. I'm not turning back now.
God is awesome. Listen to this testimony. What's up, everybody? <clears throat> um, this is my testimony of my supernatural experience with Jesus. Uh, a brief hit history about me. Um, I've dealt with the paranormal over the past year or so. Uh, mostly not so friendly entities. Um, I realized dealing with the paranormal that you really don't know what you're going up against. So you're kind of going into a, a blind slug fest, if you want to call it that. Because <clears throat> uh, you can't really see what's on the other side. Uh, with that said, um, I decided that uh, it was it was bigger than me. It was more than I could handle. So March 1st of this year, 2017, which, which was officially Ash Wednesday, was my first day back in service. <clears throat> going to service in over 25 years so why not be a perfect time to to start giving my broken self or lost self to Jesus um, and I started going back every week um, April 18th another key date Tuesday night around midnight I was uh, getting ready for bed brushing my teeth and a force came over me and turned my body physically 90 degrees <clears throat> and pulled me into the shower curtain. Uh, there was a towel rod that was attached to the wall I was able to hang on to, otherwise I would have went head first into the tub. Uh, I just remember climbing out, <clears throat> pulling myself out of there and saying, what the hell just happened? This is not normal. <laughs> Fast forward to next month, May 27th, <clears throat> Memorial Day weekend, it was a Saturday morning. Getting ready for work, I was uh, shaving and felt the stinging sensation on my bicep. Um, obviously, I couldn't see anything, so I just kind of shook it off and uh, you know went about my day. Came home that night and uh, was getting ready for getting ready to take a shower. Bear with me one second here. I got a picture of it. Uh, the, Ten hours later, this is what appeared on my bicep, which was from the burn mark or from the burning sensation. So you can see it almost looks like a like a miniature hoof print, like something was trying to brand me. <clears throat> uh, this scabbed over, took about a week to heal. Um, I continued to pray, like I do every day, and uh, I remember asking in a dream. I remember I got done praying, <clears throat> and I asked Jesus. I said, "How did?" Why did you allow this to happen to me? I told you I would serve you. And uh, <clears throat> I had a dream shortly afterwards. And it was like this this computer screen or, pictures, or picture just showed up in my head with in parentheses. It says, repent. And uh, I realized that I hadn't repented in 25 plus years. <clears throat> probably since high school. And... Uh, it's a lot of sin to be carrying on your back, um, and when when you haven't repented, um, the devil still owns real estate on your soul. He can tell Jesus, "I own seventy-five percent of you, of this soul," because he has not repented. And sadly, um, from what I hear, you know this is true. And uh, <clears throat> July second. That was the morning that I met Jesus, and uh, I still hadn't repented, mind you, but he still showed up, 
Um, I woke up a little bit earlier than I normally do. I had about an hour to spare. So I figured, well, I'm going to try to go, try and go fall back asleep for a little bit <clears throat> since it was my day off and uh, I had some time to spare before I was getting ready for, for, for uh, church. So I closed my eyes and I was kind of tossing and turning for about 10-15 minutes and then all of a sudden <clears throat> I see these two circles of light, these balls of light that are just about a foot above me. So <clears throat> mind you, I had my eyes closed still. I didn't want to open them because I was afraid that uh, whatever this, that these balls of light were going to disappear. Um, so I just kept my eyes closed <clears throat> and I started to squint to make out what it was. And all I could see were these two hands above me. And I just knew that it was it was a good presence. It wasn't anything bad. Um, but I said, okay. Um, if it's my time, then it's my time. If not, I understand. Um, but whatever you're here for, I said, I, I trust you. <clears throat> uh, the hands came down, and then they they touched each one of my sides of my ribs. And they, the hands were on me, very gentle. Um, not there to hurt me or anything. And uh, I just felt this energy go through me. It was <clears throat> an unconditional love, something that um, I never felt before. Uh, you know, you have your siblings, your parents, and that unconditional love, but this is something entirely different. Something much greater. Uh, it was the most amazing feeling. Um, that I can describe until you feel it yourself. Uh, it was just, it was awesome. Um, <clears throat> a couple weeks later, um, I felt that there was a need to um, to get the to get a tattoo. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not really. I have some tattoos, yes, <clears throat> but um, I wasn't planning on getting any more. But um, I felt that this was important enough to to get done. So um, it was funny because I went into the tat to see the tattoo guy um, that I go to, uh, and he. I didn't tell him the story of what actually happened, um, but. <laughs> When I told him, when I, he, he was kind of curious as to why I wanted to get these done, get this tattoo done. Um, but when I told him the story of, of me actually experiencing this, he was sitting in his chair and uh, he literally pushed himself back because the chair's had wheels on it, about five feet backwards from me, just in complete awe. He says, you know, I've heard of ghost stories and things happening and <clears throat> people seeing things and stuff he goes but I never encountered anyone that's had an experience with with God or Jesus I said well now you got a story to tell I said you got something that you can brag about so <clears throat> the, <clears throat> this is from you can see the hands that's where Jesus came and touched me so, nonetheless, I just wanted to share my story with you guys. Thank you for watching.